And here we go. Mm. Okay, man, what are y'all hear the music, huh? Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, y'all, this nigga Trail ain't got no shirt on. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like it. You feel uncomfortable looking at his nipples? I mean, I'm pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't I see him. Got... Oh, no. Trail ain't got no shirt on. Courtney ain't got no hair on. And it's just <laughs> fucked up out here in these streets. He said he ain't got no hair on like he took it off. Nigga, Rico, you ain't, you ain't got no heart, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got heart, cuz. Shit. You ain't got no heart. You got heart, cuz. I'm the realest nigga in it. You already know. Fuck you, Courtney. Got Fuck trapper me? of the year Fuck four you. times in a row. What they give you? A life supply of what? Baking soda clientele. Mm. Listen, man, it's off safety. We back up in this motherfucker. It's your boy DJ Lenny. We got a few more things to talk about this motherfucking week. Um, ooh, that's Keelan and hit already. That was my first drink. That's because you're a lightweight. But anyway, I might be now. You know what I'm saying? I might be. Uh, oh, well, yeah, you old welterweight ass nigga, old flyweight ass niggas. All these niggas is flyweights with the drinking, except me and Trill. I, I can give y'all that flyweight ass. Nigga. I can't drink like I used to no more. That shit is different, bro. They gotta I take mean, it easy. Was like that live of a drinker. I mean, you might be I, right. I probably, I probably <laughs> was never, I probably was never there, but it's worse now. I'm like. My tolerance is way lower now. But anyway, man, it's your boy DJ Lenny, man. Let's go around the room. Who all we got in here this week? I want to, uh, you know, be a gracious guy this week and let my niggas go first. And then, you know, I'll come back in and then let's do it. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> hey, Trey, you know what? The worst thing is I see what it's like to face Rico during this whole episode. And that shit ain't cool. What'd you say, bro? <laughs> The angle you have when you actually have to watch this nigga the whole show is not what's up. <laughs> Listen, man, the fact that y'all are even able to lay eyes upon me is a privilege. Did y'all ever read the Bible? The one, you know, volume one and two? Like, I didn't let niggas see me, bro. Nobody could see me. I let you niggas see me. Be fucking thankful. That's a hard pass. So who we got up in this motherfucker today? <laughs> I guess these niggas ain't gonna, you know, take my grace, and that's the problem with you niggas, man. Try to give y'all grace, and y'all don't take it. Y'all still be sinning and all this other shit. Anyway, God in the building, man. Y'all know what it is. No beginning, and end, and no mother, father. I am before, before, and after, after. We have been this bitch. Somebody go next. Man, I'm just messing with you, man. It's your, it's your mother. Oh, go ahead. Go. So what we gonna do, man? Goddamn, go I want to bring back. Listen, I want to bring back the number four, not number four, okay. nigga. Number four. Okay. Four, 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 four. Okay. okay. Shirts coming soon. Soon, and uh, we still on that fuck Rico. All day, every day. <laughs> All day, every day. I'm sending it to the sex somewhere. Go ahead. It is. You. <coughs> <coughs> that nigga can't even tell that lie without coughing. <laughs> <laughs> it is the number one sex symbol. I am every woman's fantasy, dream, and nightmare. Why am I the nightmare, you say? Well, it sounded good, and then I couldn't think of what else I was going to say after that. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know why, but, you know, everything else is true, though. I'm still number one sex symbol. Still sitting the pussy with the panties. Uh, me and my girl still, you know, we still enjoy them. And, uh, you know, yeah, we're going to keep this thing moving. You know, let's do our time. All right, man, listen, before we go diving deeper into the topic for this week, 
God damn it, who is in some bag of chips? Who the fuck is that? Hey, listen, man, it's the Starburst jelly beans, dog. Listen, it's that time of the year again. Oh, man. I had to leave them shits alone, but nigga, god damn that shit loud, nigga. Did you, were you hugging the bag or some shit? Possibly. <laughs> this nigga here, boy. Listen, man, we're going to go around the room uh, and just a round robin real quick before we get started. What was the most favorite cell phone, most popular cell phone of all time? Most popular cell phone of all or time. Or the the highest rated your cell phone of all time. Well, your favorite. No, your favorite. Individual favorite. What was, your mo- what was your favorite cell phone that you had of all time? Of I, all the phones I, you've had. I believe it was a Nokia. I'm not necessarily, I'm not sure on that, man. Like, my mom bought me this fucking cell phone when I was in UAB at college or whatever like that. I Like, I rebelled like a motherfucker against these cell phones. And then she was just like, you going to take this motherfucking cell phone. All right, man. I, I had a phone, but like that bitch wouldn't break, man. Like it wouldn't fucking break. It was it was heavy as fuck, and like it wouldn't it wouldn't break. I could throw that motherfucker on the goddamn road, the ground hard as I could, and that bitch would just wouldn't break. It would fall apart, and then you just put it back together. It's All a right. weapon, the yeah. Nokia brick. Nah, the shit was just it was just cool, man. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, you know, this was back when you didn't have unlimited everything plans and all that other kind of shit like that. You know, taking it on a tangent, but like I ran up a nine hundred dollar phone bill the first month I had that motherfucker because I didn't necessarily understand that the minutes are free after nine or whatever the fuck time it was. If you started that call before nine, that shit was running on that time before nine. You know what I'm saying? You had to start the call at nine or after. And so if it started before then, it didn't fucking matter. So it was lots of times where I had started a call before nine o'clock and was just still on the phone till maybe fucking midnight or some shit like that. And that shit was just racking up the motherfucking minutes. And my mama told me I had, she had a nine hundred dollar phone. She was like, what the fuck are you doing? Hey, man, I thought I was talking to these people after nine. And then we called the fucking cell phone company and they told us that bullshit. And was like, all right. You know what I'm saying? I had the money. I sent it to her. It wasn't no problem. But it was just like, what the fuck? And then usually she got on a nigga case. Why you, where you get this money from? Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's it. That's it for me. So, was it the brick phone that had snake on it? Uh, you could play snake on it. It didn't fold. It didn't flip. It was just no. Nah, it did not fold. Didn't flip. Didn't do nothing. Nothing, nothing mm. special except not motherfucking had the volume break. up down on the front of yeah. it. And, okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, Courtney, your favorite cell phone of all time. Blackberry Curve. He still got that motherfucker too. I surely do. Listen, dog. This motherfucker here amazing. don't throw nothing away, but he got that BlackBerry phone for real, man. Like, I was just helping oh, listen, this nigga move, and he got that phone right now. Why? So why do you have it? At, why do you have this phone? I didn't know I had it. To be honest with you, but now that I have it, I want to like charge it and see what the conversations were like back in 05. Man, I got a question. Were you getting news back in 05? No, I don't get news there, but I was getting. I don't know. I, what was the thing we said back then? Because we didn't say, "Hey, big head." So I was trying to figure out what we said back in back in the day to say what's up. To see what to get it popping. I don't know what was it. What was the same? Niggas was then? getting nudes and like emails <laughs> and shit back then. It wasn't really popping off in the cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember we used to be like, "She can get it," but I don't remember what we used to say. Niggas, niggas ain't never stopped saying she can get it. Nah, yeah, he trying to say said, what you say to the chick to make shit like you like. Are you up? You up? Like what? what he trying to figure out what we used to say to him. Yeah, hit you with that. Yeah, what, what, are you up? You up? What's up? Your roommate there? Right? <laughs> you alone? <laughs> <laughs> Can you slide through? Hey, hey, it missed a hold at the desk. 
That shit is you fucking funny. Who working the desk tonight? Man, listen, bro. <laughs> that's, what that's, that's what it was saying. So I'm trying to find those text messages, man. That's some real shit, though. That who working the desk tonight shit is real, bro. I'm telling you, man. That's why, like, I'm trying to do this, this, these conversations be like. So I'm pretty sure I had some stupid conversation between y'all and now, too. Trail, favorite phone of all time. See, my favorite phone of all time. Damn, would it be uh I gotta go with that Galaxy um when it first came out, man. Oh, that shit was hard. Android Cop 2 first came out. Hey, that bitch was lit as fuck. All free uh free apps and all that shit. All that shit was free when uh iPhone had to pay for every fucking thing at the time. Boy, yeah. hey that was hard. That was it though. I will say that. Hey, one last thing about the BlackBerry. BlackBerry is the first phone that exposed when you had multiple things going on. You like when y'all used to say, "Hey, good morning, beautiful text messages." If she had a BlackBerry, she could see everybody you sent it to. That was the very first phone that allowed you to see that. I forgot. <laughs> so it was old snitching ass phone. You like old yeah. snitch ass niggas. <laughs> hey, listen, you may be on her team too, so you need to know if she's sending it to goddamn Leroy. Hey, if I and saw that, I wouldn't care. <laughs> Me too, but I'm just saying, you, hey, you would be in the know. Alright. For me, Go ahead, it was this Nokia flip phone, bro. Nokia dropped a flip phone. I remember that. And the joint was like it was like a smartphone, but it wasn't. Like it had a menu and all that stuff on it. It had like a like a home screen. So I, I, I was really fucking with that particular phone, man. Um, I was learning how to download ringtones to it, and then you can make your own ringtones. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I had all kind of music on my goddamn phone at the time before. Um, but of course, man, you know, in the in the smart age, it, it's got to be my iPhone. It was like I, I switched over to Apple for computers for DJing. Because I had a fucking Dell crash on me in the middle of, the, of DJing in the club. I was like, oh, shit. I had to talk shit on the mic until my computer came back on. Yeah. So once I got an iPod touch, I was working at Kmart. <laughs> I had a Zoom first and my Zoom went out. And then I had an iPod touch. And I was like, man, this shit's kind of cool. I was like, you mean to tell me I got everything right here? My email, all this shit. All the thing I need to do is add the phone. Nigga, I, I, I was in the game because it worked with everything that I already had, like as far as my computer, my phone. So... In the smartphone era, I would say my favorite phone was the uh, the Galaxy Note 7. Hell yeah. The Galaxy Note 7 was my favorite fucking phone, man. And I just remember I, I, I had to switch from it because my son's mama had a fucking iPhone and like I needed to FaceTime with that nigga and they didn't have they didn't have like Duo and Zoom and all that shit wasn't popping yet where I could be able to do this with that nigga. And so I had to switch to the iPhone just so I could FaceTime with my son, and that fucked up the world for me, man, because I really like that goddamn Galaxy Note 7. Hey, lot, but Rico, man. you remember, those phones were exploding on planes. Yeah, and, too, and so. niggas was like, so, okay, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still keep it. I'm, I'm still riding with this motherfucker, man. Listen, that's in my top three, too, dude. I'll tell you this, man. So when I got rid of the, um, the Nokia phone or whatever it was, I think the first phone that I got, after that, like that, I actually bought on my own and all that shit because I was I was in the cell phone game at that point because my mama bullied my ass. Uh, was that fucking sidekick? You know what I'm saying? Like, I never I, had one. I had that fucking sidekick. That shit was popping back then, and I wasn't even no I ain't even no flash nigga. wasn't even trying to pop. But that goddamn phone got me pussy. 
listen, that's sidekick was live, man. Whenever you pull up on somebody and that shit, what, swoop yeah, around and do all that shit. Yeah, you that goddamn screen I, around and stuff. be hating off that shit, boy. I want to That run. shit was wild. Like, that shit was like a gold chain. So that shit was like a Cuban link uh, with some diamonds Dang. in it. The phone was the phone was live. I ain't going to lie to you. Nah, real shit. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not lying to y'all at all, nigga. I probably fucked at least three random bitches just from having that phone. <laughs> and it was basic, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the world we live I in. I live boy, in like, like it was wild. Hey man, I, I know plenty of chicks that won't fuck with a nigga because if he if his text messages are green, and that's, that is the that's dumbest, the dumbest shit, the shit I've heard. Well, you just but said that somebody you. fucked you over. I having know. A I believe it. It's still dumb. <laughs> that shit is stupid. That shit funny. That shit I, funny. I've it, never it exists, man. I ain't never. I don't think I've ever went at a chick because of what she had. You know what I'm saying, or because of what what she maybe what she got on. But that's you know whatever. She can have on sweatpants for all. I don't give a fuck. She fine. She fine. You know because we can see <laughs> <laughs> we can see through all that. But I I just you know that shit's crazy. Oh, your text messages ain't blue. Fuck you, bitch. You don't get the fuck out my bitch. Face. All right, man. First real topic, man. This is. We really ain't going to spend a lot of time with this motherfucker here, man. The Michigan GOP candidate says he would advise his daughters to lie back and enjoy a rape. I would advise his constituents to vote him out of office. If it was inevitable. Bruh, like, what? (laughs) This is where where certain philosophies in life go wrong. Because you know how sometimes people be like, make the best out of a bad situation. This is like the epitome of... Of where that can go to the extreme and be real fucking stupid, you know what I'm saying? And 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 this is what this is the bullshit that he's on, and he's telling his daughter some dumb shit. Like it, he in his mind, it sounded good. Let me tell you his name. His name is Robert Reagan. All right, he's already the devil. <laughs> he's already the devil. We know this, but this is like this is what I'm saying. Like it's 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 a philosophy. He took a philosophy to the extreme, and then in his head it sounded good because he's thinking. I mean, you know. The inevitable is happening, and at least the least you can do is just, you know, try to enjoy yourself because it's going to happen anyway or some bullshit. Like, I can imagine a motherfucker thinking this and thinking he's saying some live shit or saying some lit shit. But you absolutely have to be out of your fucking mind to think that a woman should enjoy being raped. I'm hoping this was taken out of context. For any reason. In some kind of form or fashion. I'm just hoping. I'm just hoping that. You know how you get just a, a soundbite in the person? Um... Once they further elaborate on it, then you be like, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Versus like, okay, cool. This is why they're raping you and they took it that far or something like that to make sure that you spare your life. Let them have that moment. It's almost like you're in your favorite, in your car or something like that. And somebody want to take your car, even though you work hard for it or whatever it is, or it's a part of you. And you're just like, okay, you can just take, just don't take my life. I'm hoping that right. that's what it is. But, <clears throat> but see, I think for me, he, maybe he chose the wrong words, but at the same time, you, if you're a politician, you know you have to choose your words wisely when you say anything. I'm just giving. I don't even want to give them benefit of that. I'm just hoping. See, the thing is that works when we're talking about like a jack boy come up on you. He say he wants your sneakers or he wants your car, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, nigga, but your body is different. Nigga, be like, give me your wallet. I get it. You know what I'm saying? You tell a nigga to just, hey man, just go ahead and take that shit, bro. It's cool, relax or whatever like that. I ain't a woman, so I can't necessarily speak to this, of course, but. I, sex to me, it has to be way more intimate and way more invasive for a woman than it is for a man. A motherfucker is literally sticking something inside of their body. They have to, they feel that shit 
in they gut. They feel it in their chest. This is a fucking this this shit is is very fucked up. It's a very fucked up thing. So for a motherfucker to enter into them without their consent and they don't want it to happen. The idea that they can somehow shut off all that motherfucking emotion and all that trauma and enjoy it just because it's inevitable is beyond fucking unreasonable and stupid and fucking insensitive. Oh, it is very insensitive. Bro, listen, man, this this is a different level of what he uh, of like really looking down on a woman like he doesn't value women so much his own that his own daughters. He would tell them to accept a rape if it's inevitable. Like under under any circumstance, he's telling his daughters to be okay with a rape. That 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 ought to tell you the value he puts behind a woman, whether it's his wife, his mama, his sister. He t- he said he would tell his own daughters this, bro. That right. shit is fucking insane. Right. This is think about this in in, in a couple of ways though. He is so fucking desensitized, or so fucking he values women so little, like you just said, that he don't even understand that. A woman should never accept that a rape is inevitable. She should, Ever. She should fucking fight. It might not be inevitable. She might be able to gouge the nigga eyes out and get him off of it. She might be able to bite the motherfucker on his neck and get him off of it. She might be able to kick him in the nuts and get him off of it. She might be able to fight so motherfucking much that he tire himself out and don't want to fucking do it no more. The idea that it's inevitable is fucking crazy. And he might be a rapist himself. Because only a rapist would say something like this in my mind. I'm, I'm going to just take it there. This nigga is fucking out of his mind. He might be, though. I mean, you got to think about it. For somebody to say this, they want it to be beneficial for themselves. For themselves, bro. Or the people, their constituents. Right. Or, in in his world, because, you know, people don't think shit can happen until it happens. He's thinking it won't happen to his daughter. That would never happen to my daughters. You know what I'm saying? The odds of it happening are slim to none, so I'll just say whatever the fuck I want to say. But it can happen. And it, the fact that, it, I mean, there, there's anything can happen out here in this world. Let, let's just put that on out there. We know that. Your, your family's not exempt for you to make this stupid-ass comment. Like I say, the only reason why I feel like a dude would make this comment is if he really, really sees no value in a woman or and and or let's put the slash on that he really really is a rapist deep down or he he's got friends or constituents that have raped or they they have the rapey vibes bro there's i don't understand how this can come out your motherfucking mouth bro i'm just a sick ass person across the board dude i don't get it i don't how how does this come out of your mouth bro how do you, how do you formulate these words, these words, to be processed in your brain, and you actually see it through to say this out loud, even if you just thought the shit? It's no way a, a it's no way a normal sane person is gonna think this shit. No way, no fucking way, bro. It's like this, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know I'm not like extremely fond of white people. Um, if I if a white woman was getting raped in front of me, I'm gonna do something about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason any woman anywhere in the world should ever be raped. Like, like, and to again tell a motherfucker to relax and enjoy it 
It's inevitable. It's inevitable. That's crazy. What his wife or his daughters or any motherfucker that's around him should have said to him, well, let's say you was finna get fucked in your ass. Would you just relax and enjoy it? Some motherfuckers was trying to rape you. You that's, stupid motherfucker. That's what I want to know. If a group of dudes, I need I need all the, the buff, swole, like benching 700 pound gay dudes to walk up to him and rape him. That's what needs to happen. <laughs> I want all of them. To, I want all of them to just say, "Hey, man, we're gonna take this booty and videotape it. Let's see about. Let's see if let's he relax. See, let's see if he relax and take this. Just relax and enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of bullshit is that? Look him in his eyes and tell him, "I'm about to run this pole up your back. <laughs> we got <laughs> you. We got you tied up, my nigga. It, it, it's nothing you can do. It's, it's not, inevitable. It's nothing you can do. It's in, it's inevitable. It's about to happen. It's gonna happen. Are you gonna enjoy it? Because if not, don't tell nobody else to fucking do it. Especially your fucking daughters. What the fuck are you talking about, you fucking sicko? Listen, I don't know how old his daughters are, but if they are at a young enough age that child services can come in and take them from him, they should. Because he don't need to have them. He's a fucking irresponsible motherfucker. Bro, like, it's so much wrong with this, man. Like, I, I have no idea what... It's so many angles you can come at with this, bro, but all, all of them point back to he's a fucked up individual. Like, they're, the craziest niggas I've ever met in my life wouldn't say no shit like this, bro. Like, like I ain't never met this level of, of like, lack of, of, of care or empathy for a, a situation such as a rape. He's, he's, he's completely detached. So for you to be like to have this and formulate this, like how how fuck how far removed from society do you have to be uh, detached, like to tell somebody to accept rape? Like re- really, how far? I, I don't I don't because we know Weezy is hey he lost touch to where he said racism didn't exist. That motherfucker didn't uh, lose touch. That nigga. But fuck I'm that. not talking about that anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would tell you, so me and Courtney had the displeasure of working with a dude who was so fucking delusional and brainwashed, whatever the fuck you want. I don't even know what the fuck to call it, man. But he had made a comment one day about if he if he opened the door, walked into a room and there was a child getting molested by somebody, that he just closed the door and just walk out or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And me, Courtney, maybe a couple other people. I know for sure me and Courtney snapped on his motherfucking ass right then and there. Going the fuck off on red, about to put hands on him just for even making this fucking comment. Cause he was the thing is he was serious. He was being sincere. What hold on, hold on. What was coming again? If a child, if he walked into a room, opened the door and walked into a room and saw a child getting molested, raped, whatever the case may be, he would just close the door and 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 you know walk out or walk away and all this other shit. He wouldn't do anything to try to stop the situation. Or none of that shit. He ain't gonna intervene or nothing. He might call the authorities, but he he in his mind he feels like I don't know everything is kind of preordained by God and all this other stuff. And, and there's a lesson that's gonna be taught to that child. It's like it's a lesson that's gonna be taught to you today, motherfucker. It's a lesson that had you if you walked in on that, maybe you were supposed to intervene or stop that situation. If you want to put it like that, but. Yeah, and so I'm just mentioning that to say that the motherfuckers that he said this to should have put some fucking fire to his ass and held his ass accountable. Because like I'm telling you, nah, me, me and Courtney was ready to put hands on this motherfucker. 
<laughs> like right then there because well, I how, just, how, first of all how did this how did the conversation come up the I, I don't even fucking remember because me personally dude. for him to say that he didn't walk in on some shit or he didn't molest the kid if you guys and, me. and that's where my mind is going with it and that's why I'm ready to put hands on like it's, it's, it's just like a certain shit that cannot be tolerated well I think we were talking about somebody being helpless and being willing to intervene in the situation or not and then there was just an analogy and he was just like well I wouldn't do anything about it we're like what the fuck I'm pretty sure that's how that happened. It wasn't like we were just talking about that specifically. It was just like the absolute extreme situation that you know you'll put yourself online to help that child or to help that person versus the situation where you won't put yourself involved. You're just like, hey, that's between them. And it ain't no way that's, that's just between them. Yeah, that was, that was uh, I, there's a lot of things I've heard in my life that amazed me, but I, that's, that's probably the top on the list. And he was sincere about it. Genuinely sincere about it. That, how long ago was this? This was at the dealership. About two years ago. Yeah, yeah some three, two, three, years, three ago. years ago, somewhere around there. Yeah. Is this the same dude that was supporting Trump? Nah. He was a Trump guy. He's a Trump guy. It ain't that guy you're talking about, though. But no, nah, it ain't him, but it's, it's a Trump guy. But. Anyway, this is some dark ass shit. I don't even want to talk about this because I'd rather go and find his name. Right, it is. I'm just. I'm the only reason I brought it up is just to say that it, like, in real life, I'm letting y'all know, I ain't, a nigga ain't going for this. Like, I'm not going for statements like this. Ain't nobody in my circle or my camp gonna say no shit like this and be sincere and get away with it around me. Like, nigga, get the fuck out of here, man. Because that's that's bullshit. And your daughters, what kind of like again? What kind of sicko are you that you would give this sort of advice to your daughters? Yeah, dog. Nah, no, fuck no. You're supposed to be protecting your 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 wife and your daughters and your your kids, even all your kids, bro. And all you got for them is let them rape you. All you got is let them rape you, nigga. What what the fuck? And then you supposed to be leading the state? You supposed to be an elected official of the state? Man, hell no, man. Listen, my bad. I ain't know you was reaching for the orange juice, man. I'm in my phone trying to look up stuff, man. Listen, man, this shit right here, it's upsetting. It's infuriating, bro. Like, just to hear a motherfucker's train of thought on it, man. And them be the main ones that be fucking these little kids and these little sex rings and shit like that, man. And they they the ones probably got uh trying to hush up Jeffrey Epstein's uh yeah he they the reason that they got hung in that cell right like nah man he ain't commit no suicide they killed hey that man. man this shit has had so many different levels and so many branches of why it's so fucked up because number one his constituents are not holding him accountable then you would think that with him being an elected official a potentially elected official not only just the constituents. Or just, you know, some kind of board or something. Like, if he's an attorney, they would debar his ass. Or something. You know, I mean, something that is basically like he's not being held accountable, if accountable he was, for if his he, own actions. If he was the baby, like they would cancel him. Job, he didn't do anything like this. DHR ain't investigating. Because usually, you know, if there's certain people that call up your ass, even if it's nothing else, just because you put that type of shit out there. But you're not being held to a standard about nothing. It's almost like that standard that Trump said, well, he can say what the fuck, oh, I can just grab my pussy, and guess what, I can still be the president, I can still do all this thing, but 
in those situations where we have to be perfect. And I'm not trying to make this a race type issue, but there's no way that this shit should ride on any level with family, friends, constituents, whatever his profession is or before this or any boards he holds. Yep. It wouldn't ride if it was a black man. We know that. Not to make it about race, but a lot of this shit sometimes has to do with race. The way he's being treated has to do with race. It, that he has the complexion for the protection. We live it in America. Outrage on both sides of the aisle. Like it should be complete yep. outrage on both sides, whether you're Republican, Democrat, black, white, gay, whatever the hell you are. Get the fuck up out of here. Yeah, the shit is wild. Well, listen, man. I'm gonna take a break on this one, bro. Unless y'all want to roll into another topic real quick, because I really want to get up off this subject. This shit just ain't doing nothing but pissing me off. <laughs> like, like real talk, man. We're gonna touch on this. Uh, I really, I'm really tired of hearing about them right now at this point. But that's what I tell Rico about it. I'm tired, I'm tired of hearing about it. But you know, what I'm saying it's some shit that happens in our community every day. And I actually, you know, we can. I'll actually share some of those uh, stories that I, I've seen and witnessed and 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 heard about. You know, what I'm saying. That that touches closer to home, but hey, man, we'll be back in a, in a few moments. It's all safety. Yo, it's all safety. We are back for the second half of the episode. It's your boy DJ Lenny. We got Rico in the house. We got Como in the house. Number four. Uh, Trail just stepped away from the show for a few minutes, man. He may get back on. He may not. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is, man. But the show must go on. And we were talking about the. Kim, K, and Kanye situation before the break. We touched on it for a second, but we back. Of course, now Kanye's lashing out about anybody who says something about it, who has an opinion about it. Um, That's not true entirely, but, you know. Oh, well, who, who's he, who is he not lashing out at? Go on, get him, Rico. Go on, get him. <clears throat> who is he lashing out? Is it, is it directed at certain individuals? I'm listen, man. It, it pains me to to talk about this. It, I'm gonna tell you what it seems like because I don't know Kanye. I don't know what his motives are or any of that. And as a brother, as a black man, I'm gonna give him some kind of benefit of the doubt, right? But it mm-hmm. seems to me he only lashes out at black people who talk about this situation. Fox News has talked about this situation with several white people addressing this shit. TMZ has talked about this situation with several white people addressing this shit. CNN has talked about. Everybody's talking about this shit. All the white uh, tabloid people are talking about this shit. The only people he got time for to address are black people. He goes at D.L. Hughley. He goes at fucking uh, Trevor Noah. He he went at, it's somebody else he went at, but all these people are black that he goes at. He don't take no time to address any of these white people. That shit don't seem right to me. That don't feel right to me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't, I don't like that shit. He need to, he, he, gotta, he gotta direct his energies you know what I'm saying? Somewhere else. That shit got to be some. He got to level the playing field with who he targeted. The only white person he's talked any shit about in this situation is Pete Davidson, and that's because that's who fucking his ex-wife. <laughs> Everybody else seems to get a pass. That's white. Now that you've said it, <laughs> I'm almost inclined to agree on you agree with you on this man i don't i'm trying let me look at who he's talked about is he doing this on his twitter right he's typically doing it on twitter yeah yeah because because dl hughley twitter and what's that shit ig if i'm wrong i'm wrong but i i you know maybe maybe we won't maybe we only get wind of the black shit because we're black and we follow black social media that could be a thing i just don't believe it is 
Because, I mean, just throwing a name out there, if he was beefing with Billy Crystal, I think we'd still know about it. Yeah, because that, that showed him going at everybody. They showed that he's passing out. You might be right, bro. I, I don't see him talking about anybody but the black folks um, on this. He said Trevor Noah was a coon. He called this man a coon, said he was cooning. First of all, Kanye, like you said, Kanye, after the, the, the Make America Great Again shit. I ain't getting into that. I don't care about that. All I know is this. He can't do it. Nothing that Trevor Noah did or said about the Kanye Kim situation was cooning. He there was no there was no cooning involved. I agree None. with you. Not a fucking word of it was cooning. I don't even like I I would want to know what Kanye thinks cooning is at that point. If he thinks cooning is just talking about another black man, then he been cooning. He was cooning when he talked about Big Sean. Time. He was cooning right. when he talked about uh, what what is his name? John Legend, right? Is, is it cooning if you talk about another black man? Because then, yeah, you're a coon. You've been cooning. Like I, I I just don't get this shit, man. Like I don't understand it. But I know all kind all all um Trevor Noah talked about was protecting women and taking women seriously, or at least get, having enough decency to understand that this is a woman in distress, and we need to pay more attention to the situation. And hopefully somebody can talk Kanye and get some help, or we can do something to help Kim Kardashian in this situation because it could escalate and it could get worse, and she could end up hurt or dead. Because he talked about a situation where his mother, when he was growing up, his mom was in an abusive relationship with his stepfather, and nobody took that shit seriously, and everybody was always brushing it off. And then one day he got a call from his brother that his mom had got shot in the head by his stepfather. You know what I'm saying? D.L. Hughley was in a situation where his daughter was getting fucking touched or molested by one of his friends, and he brushed it off. He didn't believe his daughter. This is why he was, like D.L. said, that he he's seen this shit go too far. He's He's been in a position where before where he didn't believe the woman. Most people don't know what the fuck he's talking about in that situation because in that particular interview, he didn't bring up exactly what he was talking about because he had brought it up in past interviews. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just like, you, it, we, I said it like on last week's show when you were saying something about what, uh, what's that comedian nigga name? Had said where he was like, this is why you, the, with the Chris Brown situation, he was saying, but that's why I believe all women is just stupid to me or whatever. Duval. Duval. Yeah, yeah, and I Duval. said, it's, it's way more dangerous to not believe him. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It, like, it, it is way more dangerous to discredit every one of them. It is. And it was just, with this Kim situation, we see it happening in real time right in front of our fucking faces. You know what I'm saying? The man has made a video where he's killing her current boyfriend. He bought a house across the fucking street from her. He's always texting her. She she posts text messages where he won't leave her the fuck alone. She literally cannot get him to leave her the fuck alone. And she can't change the number legally because of the kids. Right. So I'm going to tell y'all a story, man. I remember me and my boy Guns went to a show. Um, a Bryson Tiller show. This is like 2016, 2017, bro. I never forget um this particular instance, man. Like, like he had, you know, he's from Birmingham. I'm not, so he had a bunch of people that he knew that was getting in on, you know, on him. Got it, got into the show. So he had some girls that came. It was a group of them. Now one of the girls came up and she was arguing with her dude, and the girl said, "Girl, leave his crazy ass alone, man." She's like, nah, he ain't, you know, ain't going to do nothing. He's like, girl, he crazy. Leave that nigga alone. Come in and enjoy the show. 
And she was like, man, I just want to, I don't feel like hearing his mouth later on. You know, I was supposed to just go get him and bring him in. So when I was like, all right, man, y'all make a decision. She's like, now nah, we're going to come in. So they came in the show. Later on that night, the girl went home. The nigga killed her and killed himself. That night. Her friends are telling her, this nigga crazy. You need to leave him alone. And she came into that Bryson Tiller show. She went home and she got killed that night. You know, mm. I found out about that shit like two days later. Because, you know, when the news hit. Because I, I was living in Atlanta at the time. But, you know what I'm saying, by the time the news hit me, I was like, damn, that's old girl from the show. Like, damn, they were telling her that night that this nigga crazy. Leave him alone. At that point, it was too late anyway, bro. So are we, is it too late for this situation? No, it's not too late. And that's what that that's what Trevor Noah's warning is about. That's what D.L. Hughley's warning is about. That's what anybody who has measured temperancy about this situation is about like what we tell you is she still has time to be protected or get out of the situation if somebody would just help her because she can't help herself in this situation because she's in between a rock and a hard place this is the father of her children yeah y'all say it's just her ex this is just her ex and she should be able to do what she can't do that shit man she got several kids by this motherfucker but you know what the scary part about this is i've seen women as in these situations where they have boyfriends or ex-husband, whoever, that that follow them, that harass them, even if they put a restraining order on them. Don't matter. It, 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 don't, it don't stop shit. It genuinely don't stop shit. What, what is it, a force field around you where the person can't come closely? They want to kill you and get right back out of it. Who's to say that they did it? You know what I mean? So, and a lot of times those situations don't get the help that they need because it's, I don't know if it's because of the patriarchs decided to win or because somebody cried wolf. A lot of times or they just don't have the resources to make sure everybody's good. But a lot of times women and men or whoever the situation is don't get the necessary help they need and they kind of just brush it off. Because there's been so many people. I remember being in Birmingham at that, at a certain time and this girl, it ain't the same situation. I don't know if it's the same situation here in Atlanta. I doubt it. But whatever she was, she was trying to leave her house, and the dude um, blocked her car in and came up there, killed her, and killed herself in the, in the car. And I'm like, man, are you serious? What year was this? Like, I, oh, I can't tell you. I, I, I won't think I was in Birmingham then. No, I was in Birmingham then. I don't have no idea. Because what, what I'm talking about, this is like right when I moved to Georgia, like 2016, I, 2017. Bro, I can't call. I remember it was in, on the news, and I was just kind of blown, like, dude, yeah, even if they don't want to be with you, they cheat on you, whatever the situation may be, man, at some point, you just have to move on. And I, like I said, at some side, if we have friends, family, or in some type of those situations, pay close attention to those situations. Because guess what? Sometimes authorities are not going to take it serious or they're not going to come immediately. Or if those people call you and reach out to you and say, hey, this person making me feel threatened or Something like that, because this dude, I remember seeing a situation where a, a dude put a tracking device on this girl car, and all he had to do, all he did is went to Amazon and bought one of the fifty dollar things to, and put a magnet on there, and they could tell him exactly where everybody at. And I just think that shit is crazy. So listen, man, I understand that soul ties. I understand that some people feel like somebody was meant for you, or you don't want to see somebody with somebody else. But hey, man, you need to get over that shit. And then, like I said, if you got somebody that may be in a domestic um, dispute 
or a situation that you know that is not helping, answer the phone call. I know sometimes you don't want to hear that shit, but that phone call that may become maybe a distress call. Because I know sometimes you have friends or whatever in a situation and shit may seem redundant, but you don't know when that shit go left and you need to be there with them. Like everybody say I miss phone calls or something like that. I answer my phone. I'm pretty sure most of the time I don't get that phone call when the shit is go left. I don't know what it is, but I guess it's just the way everything works out. But nah, man, it's it, you just never know, man. So that's why I try to be there in those moments. Yeah, I mean, my aunt got killed by her abusive motherfucking boyfriend or whatever like that. So I know this shit is serious. And this was some shit that was going on for a good long time. And, you know, it's like she she, she wouldn't leave him. And I'm sure motherfuckers would be like, it's, it's her fault. But it's just like we were saying, Trevor Noah said, I can definitely believe that my aunt was in a situation where she could not leave him. Because she knew if she left him, the motherfucker was going to get crazier. You know what I'm saying? And it was going to end for her. It was going to end in the same way that it ended probably. But it's a bunch of women out there that just to protect their own lives, they'll stay with the crazy motherfucker and they'll take that beating because if they don't take the beating and they leave, they're going to die. Correct. It's just hard for me to fathom that somebody is hardwired like that. It's, it's a wild world we live in, man. It's, it's dangerous, man. I mean, you, you, Domestic violence, it exists. And, you know, a lot of folks be like, man, oh, man, Kanye, man, people need to just stay out of their marriage. I'm like, dude, she's leaving this marriage, bro. She's trying her best to leave. She left it. Ain't no trying. She left it. That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, that shit over with. Like, yeah, he just fighting for his marriage. No, he's not fighting for his marriage. He's talking. He's harassment. No, yes, it's it, harassment. If, I don't know for sure that that was him in the video or the picture. Well, the person dressed up in camouflage outside her house. But if like if that's him, he's clearly stalking her, and folks call it a joke because he made good music. Nigga, he every woman he dates look like a clone of her. And that's stupid. Nigga, that's crazy. You talking about since he's been Yes. Yeah? You yes. might be right. You might be right. They they do all favor. They, that they shit, do all that favor, shit is sick, man. All I'm saying is, like, dog, this is, we are literally watching somebody harass somebody on TV for our entertainment at this point. Or it really, it really ain't our entertainment, man. Listen, I, I really don't care to hear about it, man, because, like I said, man, if that was my sister, if that was my daughter, if that was, like, my niece, I'm, I'm, I'm moving on them. You know what I'm saying? I'm moving. He going to have to see me. Yeah, he got rolled up on. Like, like real quick. If it was one of y'all sisters, one of y'all nieces, one of y'all daughters, I, I'm I'm pulling up. Yeah, he like like nah, up. bro. You need to calm yep. your motherfucking ass down. You need to, you don't need to come through here no more. If you want to see the kids, we'll arrange for you to pick them up when we ready for you to come pick the fucking kids up until the court order is put in place. Cause at this motherfucking time, nah, you don't need to be coming around here unless somebody else here. Like folks, folks looking at this shit like, nah, we need to stay out there. Marriage, fuck that. We don't. Call, there ain't no marriage. It ain't no marriage no more. And I, don't, I don't owe Kanye the, the the decency or respect to not fucking talk about this shit. <laughs> like I don't owe him shit. I don't owe. I damn sure don't owe Kim shit. I ain't trying to say I'm on Kim's side or nothing like that. I'm just saying uh, when it whatever happened to why they divorced. But clearly this nigga got a problem. Yeah. Clearly man. he has a fucking problem. 
and it can it can go it can go left real quick if he's if he's having a real bad mental. Imagine day. so we've seen Kanye now with I think at least three women, right? Since this all since this all spawned off. Imagine your the woman you with has clearly moved on, and you out here fucking other bitches, but you still on this. Like, do you know how crazy that is? That does that shit just doesn't even compute for me. Like y'all have both physically moved on, and she's trying to as hard as she can to let you know that she has emotionally moved on. You know what I'm saying? What are you fighting for? Appearance? Are you fighting for some sort of appearance package? You saying you fighting to be you want to be with your daughters every day of their life or whatever like that? Okay, well nigga, that's not real, and that wasn't it was never real even when you was married to her because you're an artist and you're always in fucking Paris somewhere designing clothes or you're always on stage somewhere fucking doing whatever. When he was when he was with her, he was fucking living in Atlanta, preparing for a show or some stupid shit. Like, come on, man! Like you you're not making sense right now. You don't give a fuck about what you say you give a fuck about. You that's just, a scapegoat, man. That's a scapegoat. Nigga, you weren't always there. You were not there every day. So why the fuck do you need to be there every day now? You need to be there every day now so you can keep an eye on this woman, because that's I'm what you be, want. Yeah, because I'm gonna be honest with you. The very first time or uh, the attention I paid, the little attention I've given this situation prior to watching the video that I watched today, um, I was just like, man, the Kardashians made their money off publicity, all the bullshit, um, misfortune, or drama that they've had in their life. And it's just another PR stunt or whatever to do for um, Chris Jenner. Right, so and you remember you. You remember you said that to me, and I said, "No, nah, Courtney, I don't, I don't, I ain't with that. I don't think you're so." Absolutely correct. Because I was just like, "Man, listen," because the shit don't make sense to me. I'm just beyond you. It didn't make sense to me because I'm just like, one, yeah, he's a he's a billionaire. You're a billionaire. Y'all both got money. Y'all both got connections. Y'all both got power. If you want, like, if you want somebody to go away, or you want to put provisions in place to make sure that he don't do some shit, you can do it. You can genuinely do it if you got the, the type of power that Kim Kardashian do. So I'm like, if he's continuing to bother her and she ain't doing shit about it, she's she's capitalizing off of it. She's taking as much as she can take from and post and post most of that shit. So guess what? Somebody can keep on clicking on it and then they can watch her show or whatever shit she got going on or bother the fan. But then the more and more things, like, no, he may be genuinely harassing the hell out of this woman. And I'm not giving the, the attention to it. Just like any other man, just like, oh, no, nah, she wanted it. Or she, if she wanted him to go away, she can do some extra steps and stuff like that. No, nah, man, that man needs to go on with his fucking life. If she didn't want it, she had to get a separation, a legal separation agreement, because he wouldn't sign the shit. Like, it, it's amazing to me. So, no, nah, I'm happy you did stop me in that situation because I pulled a D.L. Hughley and what a lot of other people have done before. But I think I've done it based on not because of her gender, but more based on her past. And that's still right. not fair either because just because a woman, let's just say a woman is very promiscuous or uh, based on society standards. That don't mean she and, can't get raped. That, that, it doesn't mean she can't be raped. So, no, nah, I had to take a step back from myself like, no, nah, man, that's not what's up. And reevaluate some shit. Because whether I knew it or not, I was more biased in that situation than I did, than I um, was willing to admit. So I appreciate that. Right. And just to touch on what you touched on, like, motherfuckers need to think about this, man. She was so sincere about getting away from him and getting that divorce that she had to take legal actions outside 
of him just signing the papers. Like she clearly wants this. She wants to not be with him. Cause she wouldn't have did all that if she didn't. That doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? That's so correct. like it's like there's no publicity stunt going on here. She's absolutely trying to get out of this fucking marriage. And not trying, she did. She she yeah, did by law. <laughs> she did what she needed to do to get away from this nigga who would not stop fucking with her. Like he's not and gonna then, do it. And you know the crazy part about it is like even though he's crazy and doing all this other shit, she never did try to keep her kids away from him. Right. At all. She detached oh, herself she from the situation. Up. Right. Because she can get him locked up easily. We should have enough of a case to build a harassment case to get his ass locked up. D.L. Hughley cool. could get that nigga locked up. He clearly made a threat at D.L. Hughley. I Correct. can find your address and get you hurt. Yeah. That's a it's threat. Like they're giving, him the, they're yeah, giving him the benefit of the doubt because of his condition or something like that. But like, let nah, me say, this real... nigga have a really bad day. And decide that he just fed up with this shit. He can off everybody in that situation. Because right. this way he can pay for it. If I'm D.L. Hughley, nigga, my wife and kids live at my address. Yes. It's on and popping. It's on and fucking popping, bro. You gonna find what and do what to who, bitch? Now, listen, man. I, I, the threats. Like, hey, man, listen, bro. I don't care how gangster you are or whatever. You kind of ain't even considered to be gangster. So... It don't even fucking matter, bro. Like, nigga, you threaten to pull up at my place of residence. You saying you are, are rich enough to hurt me. I'm not taking that shit lightly, bro. No, fuck no, bro. Man, you know what? Next subject, bro, because this shit pissing me off, too. <laughs> like, between Kanye and the GOP, dude, like, dude, listen, fuck it. Fuck, fuck both of them. Like, is, is, I, I, you know what? Let me. I hope Kanye get the help he need. I really, I really hope he get the help he need. Can't nobody force but, him. The thing but, is, nobody oh, can force oh, him. I know you about to say that, Rick. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just got hyped. Lenny was saying some real shit about that. Like, nigga, but at the same time, you got to be able to receive that, man. It's not one of the things that I can give you all the help in the world, but if you're in a place to receive it, I can't force you to do shit. What are we going to do, commit you? Nobody can force him to take medicine. They can't do it. True. You can't force them to go to a therapist. It's, it's again one of those things that Trevor Noah said. Anybody who had hadn't seen what his beef with Trevor Noah is, you need to Google that shit and then go watch the ten minute monologue that Trevor Noah had about this situation, so that you can understand. Trevor Noah is a fucking G. He's a fucking genius, and he eloquently put that whole situation into a perfect fucking perspective. But one of the things that he was saying was that. You know, Kanye said, like, when he made the video about Pete Davidson or whatever like that, where he cut this man's head off in the video and blah, 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 blah. He was telling people it's just art and it's just his art form and it's therapy for him or whatever the case may be. But Trevor Noah was like, he said, I, I understand that, that art can be therapy, but so can therapy. Therapy can also be therapy. That part. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go seek therapy, nigga. Don't, don't, don't motherfucking make a video, a claymation video where you're killing your ex-wife's. See, think about this, man. Y'all gotta understand that Kanye West thinks he owns Kim Kardashian, and that's what this is about. He's still telling Pete Davidson that he's with his wife. No, nigga, he's not. That's not your wife. It's not your wife. Stop saying that shit. Stop believing that shit. You don't own Kim Kardashian. It's not yours. He thinks that bitch is property. Pardon me for the bitch. He thinks Kim Kardashian is property, 
and he thinks she is his property. The problem is that Kanye West probably has a bunch of yes people around him, obviously. Nobody in his camp is giving him any fucking solid advice, or nobody wants to hold his feet to the fire. And when Kanye West does not get his way, he spazzes the fuck out. The first time we ever seen Kanye West truthfully spaz the fuck out, I think, was that Sway in the Morning show. When he started yelling all that shit about, you don't have the answers, you don't have the fucking answers, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? And I love Kanye West at that particular time. But I even said when that when that shit aired, I was like, Sway should have put his motherfucking hands on that nigga, bro. Yeah. Ain't no way <laughs> that nigga would have been talking to me like that. On my show. On my show, right? <laughs> and that nigga got real fly out the mouth. But it's just like Kanye West. Spazzes out when he don't get his way, and now that he's a billionaire, he really thinks that he should get his way. But another thing too is like the one thing I do value about y'all, y'all uh, y'all check me, and I appreciate that. But the whole point that the fact that they people are so deep in your pockets or so worried about you taking away the little silver spoon that you're giving them that they won't tell you the truth about who you are mm-hmm. or what you're doing is alarming to me, man. I understand, like, like we always say, you got to be able to receive, like, oh, yeah, they may have said, hey, yeah, you tripping a little bit, and then he probably tried to spaz you, like, well, I ain't gonna fuck it up, because you ain't gonna listen anyway. I don't know, but it don't seem like there's too many people doing it, because you got to be somebody that got his ear. I don't see that dude, much dude, of a You got to think about it, bro. All the people he had around him, like, if you watch that documentary, a lot of the motherfuckers that was around him when he, when he was on his way up, them motherfuckers ain't around him like that no more. Really? Nah, they not. They not. You gotta watch. I ain't gonna lie to you. The documentary was it was dope. It was a cold documentary. You the second person to say that. You can see him struggling mentally in the documentary, as as a guy on the come up. You can see there was like certain tendencies of, like his social distancing from people, like for mental reasons. You can see him struggling with like, I know I'm good enough, and these folks don't feel me. And you can see how that kind of dug him deeper to kind of you know go into his work. And 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 his mom was probably the one that was keeping him sane. Like, I'm 100 percent sure. Of that. Like she was the one that was keeping him. Like okay, baby, calm down. She know she knows what every mama or or parent that's around their kid enough knows the strengths and weaknesses of their child. You know what I'm saying? Like they know. Okay, this might be too much for him right now. Okay. Like we need to get him out of this situation, this room and shit like that. This room ain't this ain't this ain't a good room for him to be in. And you know, I mean, just, y'all know my mama was the only person that was able to steal my heart and mind or calm me down in the situation that I was dealing with with Falcon's mama. Is that when you admitted to having the was it a panic attack you said you had? It was it was it was it might it was around that same time or whatever like i think it was right after that and that's that's when i think i had the conversation with my mama and she she just my mom always just like you saying my mom always know what the fuck to say to me she man. knows bro because she, she know what the fuck think to say about to it she was around as an addict she, she saw you from birth to whatever time you went to go live with your dad yeah she was so, the one that said so everything hey, that you're she not gonna saw. see him Hey, it's the develop. She knows what you need to hear. She know what I like. Need my to hear. mama knows how to be a straight shooter when I need to hear it. Because sometimes, like, my dad would be a straight shooter. Like he, he, he. That's what he does. But my dad is always trying to put this comedic twist on it. Mama, right. mama didn't do that for me. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Nah, this is what you need to hear," and that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's how I'm, the dynamic in my household. Like, if my dad is real serious like that. He's probably mad. 
But any other time he's serious, he's going to probably throw a joke in there to try to loosen up the, the mood. But mama going to like, okay, he need to hear this shit this way. Yeah. And that's I felt like that's what Kanye's mom was doing for him. Maybe. But at the same time, Kanye West and has he has an actual diagnosed mental health issue. And at this stage in his life, since mama is gone, for sure, we know the only thing keeping him grounded is drugs. It's medicine. And if he's not going to take them, we're going to get what we get. I remember when one of them TMZ interviews, I think it was the TMZ interview, and I think it was around the time, I think it was when he made that statement about um, slavery being a choice and all this other shit. Do y'all remember that Kim came out and, and told people, like, she basically was like, listen, he he's off his meds. He didn't take his meds. And, like, this is not the real him and blah, 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 blah. Like, she she said that shit. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just like his own wife at that time, because it was still his wife. Yeah. And she has best interest. She was trying to let people know, listen, man, he has real fucking problems, and, and he's not actually attending to those problems right now because he's off his meds. You know what I'm saying? I have one of my extreme best friends is bipolar. And I've seen that nigga at the, the, the lowest of lows before he was diagnosed. You know what I'm saying? Like, once he got diagnosed, it was like, oh, whoa, that's okay. Shit's starting to make sense. You know what I'm saying? But, of course, when he first got diagnosed, he didn't take it as seriously as he could or whatever until he had a couple of more motherfucking real lows. He was taking his medicine, and then he would get off the meds. And then, like, every time he got off his meds, some shit would happen. You know what I'm saying? He would he would spaz the fuck out or he would go through some fucking major fucking depression, do some shit he shouldn't shouldn't do or whatever the case may be. And then like just one time and I ain't going to put it on the air, but this real fucking extreme low happened and he did some real fucking stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? And then after he came out of it, like I'm on the phone with the nigga while this whole situation is going on. I'm literally on the phone with him while he's doing stupid shit. And I'm trying to talk this nigga down from the stupid shit. And he, he's, I could tell this, and I'm, I'm like, when he called me, I'm like, this nigga ain't took his meds, bro. This nigga's wilding the fuck out. And then he finally, like, after that shit passed or whatever the case may be, he he came to, and then he was just like, I got to stay on these fucking meds, man. I got to take these meds. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, you do, motherfucker. You need to take the fucking meds. And then, like, <laughs> and then he, he started taking the meds, and he been on the motherfuckers for years now, and he don't miss the motherfuckers, like, because he know it makes his life better, and he's a better man for it. And somebody, somewhere, some situation is going to have to happen where Kanye West actually believes that he needs to take these fucking meds and just stick to the fucking regiment. And just like that's it, he got to do it. I think the reason that Kim and him probably split up is because the nigga went off his meds and he wouldn't keep continuing to take his meds. And Kim was like, "I'm tired of dealing with this shit. I can't deal with unmedicated Kanye. I can deal with medicated Kanye. I can't deal with unmedicated." Kanye. Hey man, listen, bro. I, I tell motherfuckers all the time that you don't really know a motherfucker until you have them off the meds. That's the that's the real them. That you trying that you know that that's the the non filtered that person. Now, you you got to be able to say, hey man, if I'm I'm dealing with this motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Like them off the meds, I can still tolerate. <laughs> yeah, that's real. That's that's real. I if they off the meds, I can still tolerate them, but I would rather them be on the meds. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, like, but if it's, if this person just so happens to maybe if they don't take their meds and they get off of them, if you can't handle them while they off their meds, then that's the person you just, you don't need to be around. The thing is, Kanye West appears to me to be an arrogant person, right? He he he's he he's he's extremely high on Kanye West. So he should be. And I'm not telling you he should. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I'm I'm very high on myself. I'm extremely Likewise, high on myself. Same, same, same. As me. So I, I am too. So it, I, I ain't tripping on that. But but I'm also high on other people. Okay. Yeah. And no, no, no. Real talk. You gotta. No, I'm, I'm accepting what he's saying. Nah, it's nigga. just because Kanye. I don't. The only person we know he's high on is, is Jay Z. And maybe Jay Z, but nah, he also he, he, he won't he 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 does not talk bad about Jay. He got on stage for twenty minutes and talked mad shit about Jay Z. How long ago was that? Did it happen? It happened. It just barely really happened. I was about to say he's high on his mom, in my opinion. Right. Because you you asked me, he starts spiraling down after his mom death. Because I don't think he truly dealt with it. That that's a whole another issue, too. So. Man, when people don't really take the time to grieve, like, you, whether you take the time to grieve when it happens or whether you your body or your mind makes you grieve over time, that grieving is going to happen. Yeah, because you're going to act out. If you suppress that shit, you're going to act out in a different way. Everybody doesn't cry through grief. Some people literally act out. What was you about to say? Become I, I cut you off. My bad. You say he's high on himself. Whoa, whoa. I'm saying like Kanye West is high on himself and almost exclusively high on himself. And he thinks his opinion is the only one that matters. He always thinks he's right. Because, again, we go back to the Sway situation. He started spazzing the fuck out, yelling at Sway, telling him that he don't have the answers. If him and Jay-Z gets to a conversation, he tells him, tells Jay-Z that he's right. He's sending text messages in his fucking phone to Jay-Z, Diddy, Rihanna, and whoever the fuck else he said he sent that text message to telling them that he's worth more money than them. He's arguing with people at... Uh, <laughs> he's arguing with fashion icons and everything like that, telling them that... He he knows what the fuck he's doing, and he's a better fucking fashion designer than they are. He's he's always just high on Kanye West. So anybody that goes against what Kanye West is thinking, he's gonna excommunicate him. That sounds about that sounds accurate, right? He's gonna get him the fuck up out of his circle. And Courtney, when I said <laughs> that I was high on other people, your ragged ass. I don't like you talking about that. Don't sound convincing. Because <laughs> fuck you. Oh man. <laughs> I fucking I'm high on you. I'm high on Lenny. I'm high on all my niggas. And I fucking uh, actually I was talking about Lenny because they ain't like, yeah, right. But he was <laughs> okay. I wasn't really talking like, about you. I was just yeah, laughing like, how I, you said that. You know what I'm saying? I keep real like y'all know I'll spread the love around when I need to spread the love around. And I don't give a fuck who it's about. It's no, nah, I, I I agree with that. I was but um, yeah, man, that's 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 just something we need to draw a light. I mean, a light on in my opinion, because like I said, there's it's a lot of people we listen that listen to this, and if they're not in that situation, they know somebody else that may be in that situation. Yeah, but Kanye needs help, man, and and the help the help is in the form of a pill. At this point, that's a whole other subject. I'm not gonna go down that, but I got you. Yeah. Yeah, listen, I'm not pro I'm not pro drug by any motherfucking means, but some people need them. 
No, I agree with that. In this situation, he does. He clearly does, man. Uh, and and a lot of people who know people who have mental issues or they have them themselves, they know that those meds help them out. They know that. Now, now are there side effects that make them feel groggy? They may get sleepy. They may have tired, be tired. Maybe Kanye think this is cre- taken away from his creative his edge. Creative. I was just about to say, because I can like, see how him being off his medicine can make him more creative because he's more explosive. He's more expressive. He's more random. He's face. more random. His mind wanders. Correct. Because Cor- if you are on a Xanax and yours become like a statue, because you remember when, when we was in school and kids had to take the Riddler, and then they're going to take the medicine, and they're literally a complete shell of themselves. Yep, yep. The self that you know them to be when they're off the meds, right? Correct. The, I mean, their energy, all that stuff all that like shit. that. It, it comes at a cost. It comes at a price. I can so say what this. I'm is, Go ahead. Now keep going. No, no, no. It's just. I mean, pretty much, it just comes at a price. So, like he said, he chose creativity over is over his sanity. If anything, he needs to he needs to organize his life in such a way that he sets aside time that all right, I'm gonna work on this project from this month to this month, and I'm gonna go off the meds from this month to this month so that I can be as creative as I want to be. But then I, I'm gonna go ahead and get back on the meds. He he got to figure it out, bro. Like if that's what he really thinks is going on, he need to figure it out. But then go to Montana to record music and stuff like that. He can go go. Get out the meds, go there for three months, do what you gotta do, and get the hell out. Get the hell out. I can tell you this: my my homeboy that I've referred to before about like he got he's bipolar and he got mental health issues and all sort of shit like that. But he knows drugs make his life more manageable or whatever the case may be and keep him grounded and sane. One of the things that he told me about when he used to stop taking the drugs or whatever, and he says this even to this day: the drugs dampen or. Uh, what's what's the word? They 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 uh, what's that shit you said? Courtney sounded like earlier. Muffle. They muffle his thoughts sometimes, and they muffle his emotions. They muffle his feelings. Like he's he's like he he kept, he wanted to come off the drugs, and when he wants to come off the drugs, is because when he's on the drugs, he don't actually feel like he feels anything. He don't feel like he ha- has any real emotions or anything. And like that, that. that's another and so thing too. Sometimes they just want to they... feel human. They right, want right. to feel human. The drugs m- might make him not feel human. You know I what I'm saying? And make I, him feel a little bit more robotic. Yeah, and I can, and I get that. I actually, I completely understand that. You want to be able to feel your life. You want to be able to fucking react to shit. So if the drugs are doing so much damage to you emotionally that you like, let's just say, for instance, I don't know, somebody get murdered in front of you, but you on this motherfucking Xanax or you on whatever you on and you have no reaction to it whatsoever and you actually can cognize the fact that, hey, man, a motherfucker just got killed in front of me and I didn't feel nothing at all. And you know, cognitively, you think to yourself, I should have had some reaction to that. I should have felt that. Or my wife just cheated on me and I didn't really have no fucking emotion about it at all. You know that if you wasn't on the drugs, that probably wouldn't be a thing. And you actually think to yourself, I should have had some reaction to that. And so you you want to be human. So I I, I would give credence to that. Like, I can understand why a nigga would want to come off the drugs. But you got to understand your lows and your highs. And if your lows are so fucking low, like my homeboy's lows was, he just understood what his lows and his highs was. And he was just like, the lows are so fucking low that I can't compromise that shit no more. 
I love the self-awareness from him, but I'm pretty sure he had other people around him and help him stay accountable too. Or basically allow him to see the mirror. Basically so he can see himself. Mm-hmm. And the shit that he's doing and how he's affecting not only himself but the people around him. So how do you tell a billionaire that that don't want to hear shit from nobody? I don't know, man. That nigga got to put some more value on something besides money. Money and fame are the thing that drive him. Yeah, I know. And I'm saying he got to figure out some more shit to value. So, um, yeah, man, it, it, it's, it's, it's a fickle thing, man. I, I've never really, like, the, the people I know, we didn't go into how, you know, the numbness that the, the meds make them feel. Like you just said, the muffleness, the numbness mm-hmm. to, to reality. So numbness is the word I was looking for. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um I I can't I can't imagine what that would, would feel like. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I feel like, you know, I think man, man, as much as men like to call women emotional, men are equally as emotional. As women are, we man. just process it differently. We process it differently, but like we like, I, I couldn't imagine going through life not feeling the emotions that I that I feel because that that kind of you can't really enjoy certain emotions without having the the opposite or the the spectrum, right? Like you yeah. can't you can't really enjoy being happy if you don't feel the if sadness. You don't really feel it. Like yeah, if you don't really feel the happiness or the sadness, or the there, sadness. if everything is on this plateau going on a flat road there it's it's hard to really in, like like enjoy it like you should you know how like you if you're on the meds you know what it felt like to be truly happy versus the happy feeling when you're on the meds or right. you know what it felt like to be truly sad versus sad on the meds you know what it felt like to be truly surprised like somebody can throw you a surprise party and oh man this is awesome yeah, I mean, my nigga, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I <laughs> The only time that I ever see him for real, for real, like, and where I can notice, like, real emotion happening within him or real happiness happening within him <coughs> is when he is drinking. Like, when he's when he's had a good amount to drink, though. Like, like he's, you know, he, he in the zone. He tips it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it kind of counteracts the medicine. Yeah, it counteracts the medicine. It fucking counteracts the medicine. Exactly. And then like that's when he's a a genuine person, genuine human, and I can see it. And I'm I'm like, that's my that yeah, that's that's that nigga right there. It's all coming out right now. He's having he's enjoying himself, he's happy, he's loud a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like he he's giving you his real thoughts, his real emotions about something because his the medicine has worn off, if you will. Hmm. So does Kanye just wanna feel Normal? He might just want to feel like man. Normal for him is you know what we see. He just wants to. He he. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna give him the benefit of doubt that maybe he wants to actually feel life. He wants to feel alive. That might be why y'all ever seen those videos or clips of Kanye where he'll be smiling and then he'll just not be smiling. Yes, I (laughs) I think that's a classic, a classic example of it. He yes. wants to really be in the moment, but he can't. He's like, ah, uh, and then yep. he just he he turns it off. Or yeah. I don't the, even. Or the I, meds turn it off. That's what I was right about to say. Maybe he's turning it off, or maybe he just the meds are turning that shit off. Like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, the programming. 
The program is hey, real. The fact that him and Antonio Brown run around together is not helping either. <laughs> hey man, two crazy, no, two crazy, two throw motherfuckers together. <laughs> Tweedledum and Tweedledee out this motherfucker, man. Hey, that's that's. <laughs> I see them pitching together. I was like, oh, no, not them two. Hey, nah, fuck man. it, man. I, I, I ain't mad at them hanging out, man. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and those are two people that, that still do shit. They, they don't have nobody to tell them not to do it. I don't think it. Thinking about it right now, because, again, like I said, the only opinion that seems to matter to Kanye West is Kanye West's opinion. I don't give a fuck who tell him not to do it. He going to do it. You might be right. And, and it that, might be too. You, you, I think you're right. <laughs> like, like, because Antonio Brown is. A, it seems to be the same way. Whatever he feel like in the moment, whatever he thinks is, is that's best, what I'm saying, man. Don't he gonna do parallel. it. You know what I'm saying? Nobody else matters. And y'all know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty high on not really giving a fuck what other people think or whatever like that. But I'm, I'm willing to take counsel. Like sometimes you gotta just be like, not necessarily even admit that you're wrong. Just just see somebody else's point of view. Try somebody else's way and see how that shit work out. Yeah, you know I'm open to that. That shit is that shit that shit is crazy. But it's certain motherfuckers you can't you can't hang around people to amplify the worst of you. You said something there. You said something there. Yeah, because that shit ain't gonna work. Nah, man, it, it's man, like like I said, bro. If it, if Kim was our family member, this goes back to the rape situations, and I'd have ran down on him. He would have been ran up on, bro. Like like let's let's be honest, man. Like like all the shit he's doing is is those it, are those it, are those are very good things for those are reasonable. Those are offenses that. That are okay for a nigga to run up and whoop that ass. But if you think about it, Kim could get him handled if she wanted to. I mean, she could. She's rich. But then again, like Kim, Kim, she's still a white chick. Am I? Am, am I <laughs> is that is that wrong for me to say that? What is she what actually? She's more likely to call the police then if you put it like that. But see, the thing is, again, we got to go back to the kids. She got all these kids by this dude. You know what I'm saying? So like. It's certain moves she's reserved from making. I know I agree with that, but sometimes listen, that's that's just like what leading to the next thing we're gonna talk to. Sometimes keeping it real will get your ass killed. But but we we gotta keep it real about this. I'm very sure that at uh, House Kardashian, where do you draw the line though? The line is drawn. This is the thing. In reality, she knows for the most part it's gonna be hard for him to get to her. She has security at all times because she's Kim Kardashian. You know what I'm saying? Right. She, she got security at home. She got security when she's out in public. It's going to take a lot of effort for him to get to her. So I think she's hiding behind that wall. I ain't going to say hiding, but she's she's secure enough behind that wall of security to be like, all right, this nigga's crazy, but he ain't going to just be able to just run up in this house. You know, what even I'm then, even if he's not able to just get in your house, there's still a line you draw in the sand. Like at some point, um, what's the price of my sanity in this situation? 
So at the same time, whether you're the father of my child, whether you're a black man, whether you're a white man or something, mm-hmm. listen, enough is a fuck enough. And listen, I gave you some level of grace, but now the shit is not worth my sanity. Fuck you. And I, that's why I say sometimes keeping it real go too far. Whether it's yeah. about snitching, whether it's about this situation. Yeah, I'm trying to protect you from yourself, but it's at the cost of myself. No, I'm not going to sacrifice myself to keep your ass out of jail. Fuck you. I feel you. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm with you 100% on that. Speaking of snitching, Lenny, we had another topic. Let's run into that real quick and end the show because that's a great segue <laughs> into this. <laughs> DJ Lenny, all the ones you, and twos. You want to? I mean, yes. All right, cool. Give me a second. Let me pull the video up. My nigga. Courtney, you a hoe. I'll beat your ass. That's false. Hey, listen, I just figured out how to get you to shut the fuck up and stop feeling yourself. Give you a Xanny. Then you chill out. I would never <laughs> I would never take it. So this next topic, man, this this came from um this came from a, a radio show here in Atlanta. Young Jock has a show they call this thing the second day update. Basically, people go on dates and they don't hear from their date and they call the show to try to get some help with seeing what happened, what went wrong on the date. So let me play this set of videos and we'll go from there. Uh, if I was a chick, I'd go as Rico. <laughs> All right, here we go. Good time. I enjoyed her. I basically ain't hear from her since, man. It's been a little minute, it's been a little while. Okay, so it's your lady, lady, or is it somebody you? Yeah. How long, y'all, how long y'all been kicking? This is this is my lady, lady, man. For about a, a solid like six months, about a solid six months. Mm. Y'all went through a kickback and seen callback. She ain't callback, man. Exactly, <laughs> oh, man. Dang. Is that me? Yeah. She okay? Oh, no. She okay? I mean, on social media, you still posting hey, still or no? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. She's still posting. She's still posting. And, and she ain't. You've texted. I mean, have you said anything on her? Don't want to speak on no situation that involves Don. 
Mm. Uh, he, no, 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 no. I'm, look, I'm here. This is Don. I'm on the line. I'm on the line. Oh, oh shit. Wow. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you that part. Don is actually on the phone. Uh, you don't want to talk about it with Don. She's, mm. she's there, so I guess you try your best to talk to her. Marie, what's going on? I mean, what's really going on? You know, since we on the platform, and you really want to know what's going on. I do. Uh, yes, I want to know exactly what's going on. I messaged you a few times since we hung out. No response. Did he cheat? Don't want to talk. Did he cheat, Marie? Did he cheat? No, he didn't cheat. So she ghosted him after hanging out. Now, she could have easily went to the police. Maybe should have easily went to the police. Yeah, but she she didn't that. she didn't do nothing. Or she could have went to the she could have got justice in the street. She could have went to everybody. Probably that should have. That was cool with her she brother. Didn't do shit. She didn't do shit. But just say, man, I'm gonna leave this shit alone. My brother gone. We don't need nobody else gone. I don't know what the fuck she was thinking, but. You had to drop on the house where all these niggas lay, live, uh, be at. They are bragging about this shit in front of company. <sighs> everything about this shows me the, uh, that these niggas, like, like, everything about this shit is wild. It's, it's a very wild situation, man. I think that this, one of the, one of the ills that this speaks to for sure is the level of absurdity to which the no snitching or don't snitch policy goes in the black community. 
you have now knowledge of who exactly who it was that killed your brother and you said nothing. You didn't do it. You didn't report them to the authorities. You didn't report them to your uncles if you have any. I don't know what her situation is. I it's like some women may not have males in their life. You know what I'm saying? Like so maybe she's one of them. I don't know. We don't know. But like it's probably slim. The chances of that are pretty slim that she ain't got no male figures in her life that she could go talk to to go run down on them niggas or get some kind of straightening if she didn't want to go to the authorities. But let's just say she don't have none of that. The fact that she did not go to the authorities don't sit well with me because in that particular situation, especially as a woman, something got to be done. You know what I'm saying? Some kind of justice has to be served some fucking where. You are letting your brother's killers, killers, run and roam the streets free for what fucking reason yeah bro first of all the vindictive side of me if i if i'm dating a chick and i end up going to a kickback and somebody's at that set bragging about killing somebody a, a sibling a friend a, a real friend, friend. A real friend. No, no, this is a sibling. Let's take it to the. I know, sibling. but I'm just saying it, 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 it ain't got to be that. It ain't got to be that. It ain't got to be that. But uh, uh, I'm talking about a sibling. Oh, man. So the, the thing is, the first thing I'm going to think I'm in danger right now. Is this a setup for this dude to be talking to me or this chick to be talking to me? Is it a setup for me to be in this room? I'm going to play it cool till I get home. Once I'm home. And I realized, oh, them niggas really was just talking about this shit. Like they it's really all didn't know. Cool. Retaliation. I'm sorry, bro. Retaliation has to happen in some type of form. Either I'm coming back with 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 the retaliation on my chest, or it's going to the police. It just depends on really where I'm at mentally at that time. Like, dude, th- this this situation could have went bad so many different ways. And you see the dude got off the phone. He hung up. Like, I want to know it. I mean, this shit was on the radio. I hope he's been picked up by the authorities by now. We need to look into that part of this. I want to. I, have, I haven't even taken the time to do it. But the retaliation that's on my mind after losing a sibling to where we don't we don't know what happened like we just know that dang man my sibling just got killed at a gas station got robbed and killed just randomly at a gas station we don't know who did it the killers are out there somewhere i found them on the humbug just out here dating yep i found them what are the odds of me finding my sibling's killer just out in the dating pool and they bragging about it. Boy, listen. I done talked about three things tonight that's really pissing me. <laughs> yeah, this, no, this no, not that hard at all. No, no, listen, bro. The level of, of get back. Oh, my goodness, bro. Like, dude. But y'all got to understand that even if she went to the authorities, the burden of proof is still on her because she just overheard a conversation. Right. So... 
everything she has is pretty much circumstantial or something that she can't necessarily prove, and they weren't able to prove either, unless the detective were like, okay, cool, we have suspects. So once, unless there's some loopholes in their story, once they investigate them, for the most part, the burden of proof is on her. Maybe so she, once she they, goes... They get off, and then they're going to off her. Maybe she goes to the authorities, right? And since it happened at a gas station, you would hope there's some sort of surveillance somewhere. They got a, at least like a fucking. Well, the police gotta have the surveillance because somebody a, got a, killed there. Yeah, right. right? But they, they would have. It. You would hope they have at least a glimpse of a car, or a glimpse of a, a license, but a glimpse of, a, of of some clothes that the motherfucker had. You got the ballistics report. You and in a lot of situations, niggas that commit murder are not smart enough to get rid of the gun, right? Correct. Because it more than likely it's because they're broken. It's the only gun they got, and they want to keep their gun. You know what I'm saying? So maybe you get the police involved, and you tell them who these niggas are and where all these niggas stay. They get some no-knock warrant or whatever you want to call it. They go run up in the crib, and they find the gun. You know what I'm saying? They match it with the ballistics. You 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 just got to hope for the best in that situation. But, Correct, because they don't have no suspect. If they don't have a suspect or no surveillance or something like that, but the fact that they do possibly may have a tip, they can follow that tip to kind of see if there's some inconsistencies on that part. Correct. But it's got to be their willing to their willingness to actually explore that. Exactly. So, but what if they get off on some circumstantial and then they come and offer based on that? It could happen. Which they probably won't because then that's going to put a light back on them. Right. But you just gotta, you gotta, you know. And we we speaking from a place of niggas that this ain't ever happened to. But I've had niggas, I've had niggas raise their voice at my sister in front of me, and I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't think I'm speaking from a place where I feel like if this happened to me, it wouldn't, some shit wouldn't go down. Like these niggas, something has to happen. Something has to happen. I, I just don't. It, it it it. There's no way around it. What if you just say, "Ain't no way around it." Like, listen, bro, ain't no way around that shit, bro. Like, I'm. I just so happen to stumble upon the killers of my sibling in the dating pool. I would, you know, I would take it as a sign from myself. <laughs> the day. Okay, my biggest thing is she didn't do nothing. Right. That's what we say. That's what we say. That's saying. what we saying, man. Like it's yeah. two sides to this. Something fact, gotta the, happen. The fact that these niggas, first of all, bro, it's certain conversations that I don't bring up in front of a company that I'm cool with. Like certain shit don't need to be talked about around people you cool with. Right, these niggas are so reckless. They talking about a murder. <laughs> they talking about a at a kickback. Uh, they bragging about a murder at a kickback. With people yeah. they don't know. Those niggas are so reckless that they need to go to jail or die. It's just like like you know, to take it back to the the movie that I think ruined the black community, which is Menace to Society. Old dog was out here sharing the goddamn tape the the tape was viral in the hood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Did you just say Odell was the first one to go viral? He went viral in the hood. You know what I'm saying? This nigga was viral. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. Sharing this motherfucking tape. This nigga was reckless to no fucking event. Reckless niggas don't need to be on the streets, bro. Like, like they just don't. Hey, Odell birthed a few generations, whether he know it or not. 
He did, man. Old dog or or uh, what was that nigga name? Was John Singleton? It was John Singleton that made it, right? John John Singleton is almost John Singleton and whoever the fuck made Scarface and Ronald Reagan and the CIA are all the worst things outside of slavery that ever happened to the black community in America. You said John Singleton is the worst. (laughs) Damn, dog. He doing it with Snowfall right now, huh? Come on, man. Let's just keep it a buck, man. Niggas started wilding the fuck out after Menace of Society came. I want to say they were wilding out beforehand. No. Uh, no. You know I influence people. You know who was another wild boy? Bishop off of um, Juice. Yeah. He wasn't as wild as Old Dog. dog. He wasn't he old, dog, no old Dog. <laughs> nah, nah. Now, if Bishop and Old Dog would have crossed paths, Old Dog would have got Bishop the fuck out of here. He quick. he got that nigga up out of there quick, quick. The first conversation they had where Bishop would have got sideways, he'd gotten the fuck up out of there quick. <laughs> anyway, get back on top. But the fact that she didn't do nothing just bothers me, man. Yeah, all she did is just got quiet. But like I said, you don't know what to do in a situation. But you you can't not do nothing. You can't. You can't. You you can't be a sitting fucking duck. You can't do it. Something has to happen. Somewhere. And even then, she had to force. He had to force her to say it on the radio. Right. I'll give her her credit in that. She okay, nigga. You want to play games? Let's play games. It, so she eventually did something. But the fact that it took the confrontation to happen for her to do it, and I think that was her retribution. She 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 probably was like at this point in time, it's checkmate. I got this nigga live on the air, and I'm gonna get his ass. Even if you're gonna get them last, they gonna get you. Maybe. But this is that this this is that point. You know how we were saying that she would have to have some evidence, there'd be circumstantial shit, blah, 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 blah. She might not be able to prove it. The fact that he got off the phone off the radio is the proof. That's that's all the proof she needs. Because if he really didn't do it, he would have defended himself. And he wouldn't have had no reason to end the call. Yep. She got his lawyer, you can get off that. Nah, she got like you don't. It's like you don't want defamation, or you don't Man, want. she should have be been recording all the stuff like that. Her phone should have been recording the whole time. If you if you ain't about the well, life of, of retaliation, nah. The whole time they talking and shit, you you picked up on it. Nah, maybe she didn't. She didn't know until they gave the absolute destination where this happened. You know what I'm saying? And that might have been deep into the conversation at that point. You don't know where where, where she could have picked sure up from. I'm pretty sure these motherfuckers is braggadocious as she said they are. They kept going with the shit. So she could have started recording at that point. And I she agree. she probably rolled home with that nigga after that shit. Maybe. She might have been in so... But, but again, I'm going to try to give some credence to you don't know a person's mind state after receiving that sort of news. You know what I'm saying? Like, she might have been in so much shock that she couldn't even think to record the conversation. Shout out to y'all in these dark ass subjects. Well, man, listen, man, these are just the subjects that didn't happen, right? It wasn't even intentional to be angered. I really thought Do we this... have something lighthearted. <laughs> I, but hey, y'all niggas got anything happening? It's been a lot of fucked up shit going on, man. Like it, it's sad when it's a bunch of fucked up shit going on, but like we did, we weren't supposed to spend that much time talking about Kanye. It's real shit. It happened. It, hey, but, that, but, that, that was some good real shit. Though. But it's some real shit, though. It, it is some real shit. Um, but with this, man, like, dude, come on, man. Like, 
Like, dude, this is my sibling. Like you said, Rico, a close friend. If I'm in that situation. Oh, it's, it's smoke about to be brought. It is smoke about to be brought, bro. I got to come see about them. I'm going to see about you. I got to come. I don't think I would go to the authorities, bro. I, I didn't seen all you niggas I, now. I don't believe in going to the authorities if I know what happened. Like, Nigga, I, I, I didn't seen all y'all. I know where you hang out at. And I'm fucking this nigga. Like, like I've I been dating this nigga. Like, pfft. yep. Like, she could have. She could have kept fucking them and just she could have she could have pulled she could have picked pulled some hot grits on the nigga just nah, something no nah, no nah. she could have picked all the friends off while still fucking with this nigga and saved him for last yeah she could have but I'm saying because he, he would have based on this shit he never suspected that shit nothing she could have slid his throat while she was riding him just anything she could have she could have fucked his whole world up and she did nothing she ghosted him. I don't know. Maybe maybe she's on some spiritual turn their other cheek shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't believe that's that fine. Shit. That's bad religion. <laughs> maybe she was on. I don't believe that. Shit. I ain't told nobody to do no bullshit like that. I for an eye. Maybe was the first lesson. Is that this was, a come to Rico moment? Yeah, bitch. I for an eye. It changed in the second uh, testament. Okay. It was turn the other cheek. What we tell people all the time: go with your first mind. <laughs> What's the first thing I told you to do? <laughs> hey, bro, listen, Courtney. No, if a nigga kill one of y'all, trail at this table. It's a, it's, it's a lot of niggas. I really, y'all, y'all know. I, y'all seen my wedding. Y'all been at the bachelor party. If I find out somebody didn't kill one of y'all and they bragging about that shit and I'm just in the room yes, nice. and they don't know that I know you. Oh, they off. We, we off in them. It, it's, it's static. It's, it's bro, if... That's weird. I'm going to be like Gucci said to, uh, what's your boy, NBA young boy, we ain't got to call the police. That's the last thing I'm going to probably do in this situation. We'll get you. It's not even on the list for me. It ain't even the last thing I'm gonna do. It's 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 it's, it's not a thing I'm gonna do. I don't think it is either, man. Not I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I got all I see all of you. I'm at the party with all of you. But you don't you can be clean and smart about it because you know who did it. So you don't have to do it in that moment. I don't exactly. We That's don't, what we're saying. not doing it in the moment. I don't. But nigga, you gotta know the level of like plotting. That I'm on once I realize, you know what I'm saying? Cause you are bold to brag about this shit around company that you don't know. With all due respect, if me, you, or Rico and us robbed the bank, I don't want to talk about it after we did it. We got away. Don't even bring this shit back up to me. Ever. Never again. We Ever. don't even talk about nothing. So if God did some shit like that, there's no reason for us to talk about it. Nigga, this shit I don't I didn't did that ain't got nothing to do with breaking the law that I would never talk about again. <laughs> <laughs> I say that for the group. I say that for the group. Man. That shit ain't illegal at all, but I ain't for talk about that shit, nigga. What the fuck? These niggas are bragging about it, nigga. That that yeah, just it's, it's, it's different, a, man. It's a no, it's, it's man. It's a new generation, bro. Nah, Everything in this generation is about bragging about what you did. We're gonna put it in the raps. We're gonna probably shoot a video about that shit. We're gonna go viral off of it. 
Niggas think that jail is just like the place to be, man. I don't know. Or dead. I'm good. Jail is like college for some niggas, though. Some niggas go to college in jail. They don't have that program no more in most states, though. They don't. They don't do that. Oh, they said, man, these niggas getting too smart. In here. <laughs> yeah, they, these they niggas. That. Oh, you mean he getting out? Yeah. Well, I gotta but, get his nigga college. Oh shit, no. Mm-mm. Nah, man, jail is like college for some of these niggas, and it really gives these niggas clout. And and that's that's crazy to even think about that a nigga gets cool points for being locked up. So, you know, one of the things that Donald Trump said during his campaign. Uh, when he was talking about uh, what's that boy name? I'm gonna say boy, yeah, fuck that. I'm gonna keep it that boy. When he was talking about John McCain, and, and he was talking about how John McCain is a war hero supposedly, but he got caught. You know what I'm saying? He was like, I don't like, I don't like people to get. I don't want a hero that got caught or whatever the case. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. It sounds disrespectful, but I ain't gonna lie to you. I agreed with him. I was like, yeah, he said some real shit now. Like, like, nigga, you're a hero because you got caught. You was a prisoner of war. You didn't complete the task. You <laughs> failed. You failed. We motherfucking put criminals on a pedestal. And you know what it means to be a criminal? It don't mean that you broke the law. It means you got caught breaking the law. That's the only way you become a criminal. Yeah. It never happens. So we put niggas on a pedestal that was stupid enough to get caught. How? Yeah. How? How does that make you better than anybody? You're a fucking idiot. You're so stupid. <laughs> like, like niggas who y'all remember when Jesus album that that the first shit came out that snowman shit like when he put that on the pedestal and niggas was out on the block. Do y'all remember when niggas was out on the block in snowman shirts? Yes, I do recall that. Selling drugs. You ignorant, dumb, fuckboy ass nigga. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Uh, like, hey, I got that work. Okay. That, that was a sign the nigga was holding. That's a sign you're holding. The and pol- once the, pol- well, the police knew. The police once, read once the signs police, too. Once the police caught up on it, it's like, oh, these motherfuckers are stupid. These motherfuckers are stupid. You know what I'm saying? It's like Jay Z said when that that Fifty Cent shit was uh, going on. He said, "He said y'all respect the one who got shot. I respect. I the respect shooter. the shooter. The last thing we we hold on. What did what did he say about Instagram? Oh, he said y'all on the gram holding money to your ear. There's nah, a disconnect. We don't call it money. Nah, not oh. that. It was something about last last thing you wanted was your picture was, took. Yeah, yeah. Last thing you want was your picture took. Back in my day when we were talking about grand Instagrams, last thing was you, you, you know, wanted you was your picture took. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, look, man, like these niggas, what? these niggas are wild out here, man. Like, I don't understand what the point in, in, in glorifying niggas who got caught and sent to jail is. I don't understand the point in talking about a, a motherfucking murder that you committed in a room full of strangers. Uh, I just don't understand a lot of this shit, man. Like the the age that we live in, the age of clout, because it's the age of clout right now. I think that's what it should be. Mm-hmm. We grew up in the stone age, but this is clout. Yep we we grew up in the age of keep your fucking mouth closed. Like that that's actually the age that we grew up in. So we had OGs. Yep, everything ain't for show, man. It's certain shit you need to keep that shit on the hush. You need to shut the fuck up. 
But my thing is this. You don't have to learn discretion in the streets. You learn in your goddamn house. Like, don't, like, I remember my mom used to say, you ain't got to tell everybody what you got or show everything that you got. For what? They're going to come and try to take it. You know what I mean? Right. So, you can learn discretion without having to live and live a certain type of life. But, no, people are so quick to show you everything they at. I mean, they have or where they're going and what they're doing. No, don't do all that shit. You make yourself a target. Because I was watching some where the police was saying they figured out half of their... Well, not half of them, because you know they ain't trying to figure out shit. But they feel like the crimes that they do solve, majority of them come from motherfuckers on social media putting their stuff out there. Yep. Because <clears throat> niggas is that stupid. And then you got some of these niggas literally will rap about the murder they just committed. Down to down to giving you streets that it happened on and all this other shit. Like, come on, man. That's how they put the situation with the Dolph, with the Dolph case. The dude was rapping in front of the house. That um that the that Mercedes that was using his murder yeah in front of the house rapping a day or two after um the murder and that's where they found the car at, like a week later like are you stupid yes <laughs> you, come on man yes these Bruh, motherfuckers he, are stupid they're dumb man so dude shot a music video in front of the house where he stashed the car that he killed two people in did y'all see the <laughs> autopsy report that just came out like a couple yeah, of that shit crazy what did you say 22 to 28 times 20? 22 bullets in, 22 bullet holes in his ass bro what happened they uh, released they the released... autopsy report like yesterday yeah, I think oh, it was. I they released <laughs> Dolph's autopsy report they say he, he got had... shot 22 it was either 22 or 28 something like that he 22. got 22 23 I mean, two twenty three. No, no, no. no. He got shot. No, the bullets that were in him were nine millimeter and seven six two. So that nigga had an AK pistol. That that Draco. And he got shot twenty two times. He got shot twenty two. Twenty two times. And then think about it, he was busting at them. Still. Um. So based on the autopsy report, he was getting shot from behind. Okay. Um. So he was standing in the shop when they started shooting him. He tried to shoot back after he had fell to the ground, and they shot him some more while he was on the ground. Um. Apparently, he had somebody with him that returned fire after they got done shooting him. So somebody that was with Dolph came out the cookie store. No, time out. They said that he, the people who... That's why it sounds like a whole setup. I thought he started. Shoot, I thought he. I thought it no, started no, no, with them no. shooting him in the in the shop. And I thought he made it to his car though, and he, no, he got so, shot in the car. No, 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 no. He so, got shot inside the show. He got shot. He was inside the cookie store yeah. when they when the shooting. But it was somebody else in the car with him. It was somebody okay. else in the car with him. Okay. So after he got shot twenty two times, the person in the car returned fire after they got in the ex, in the car to leave. Okay. Which sounds like a setup. It sounds like a setup. So why didn't like the whole time they're shooting him? Like if you look at the vi- the pictures of the of the suspects, their back is to the car. Right. Whoever's in the car has the clear path to get out that car and lay them niggas down from the side because they're not looking. They're not looking. No, no. They had their back to the car. If you look, if you remember those Correct. pictures? No, I haven't seen. Their back is to the car. That's why I, I don't know who the fuck was with them. That shit sounds it's questionable to me. If they cause they fired more than 22 shots. Obviously. Like, dude, that that clip hold 30. I don't know what kind of nine millimeter he was shooting. He 
it 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 holds probably more than ten. I don't know too many nine millimeter pistols that hold less than ten. Let's say there was forty shots shot. Uh, at least they they hit this nigga twenty two times, and the person in his car didn't return fire until the dudes who did the shooting got back in the car to leave. I mean, listen, I don't know who was in the car, and obviously y'all don't know who was in the car either. We don't. But, we don't. But, but there, there's a there's a picture out there of the dude returning fire. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but. We don't know what kind of life they live or whether they was really about what we call that action in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Yes, he, was, he was running behind them with an AK. Shoot. Mm-hmm. I was in the picture of that from the surveillance footage. And then, okay, let's say, let's say that all that shit is obviously true, right? But we maybe it took him some time to find the gun. He may, he had to get to the gun. He didn't know where the gun was. Who knows what the fuck was going on in that moment? Maybe when the shots rang out, the first reaction is obviously shock and fear. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I got to get a nigga the benefit of the doubt. Just like, he didn't know what the fuck was going on in the situation. But for you to get all the way back in the car, though, man. Like, all the way. Different. Were they, were the, did they get back in the car or were they already in the car? No. no they was no. already, I mean. So imagine had, your, imagine my my garage is Makeda's Cookies. Uh-huh. And my, I pull up into my driveway and that's my car on the left side of my driveway, right? Mm-hmm. That's parked in front of Makeda's Cookies. Okay. The dudes were parked by the mailbox. Okay. They jumped out the car at the mailbox. They come up on the other side of my driveway and shoot into my garage. Uh-huh. And kill me. And yeah. make it back but the whole time, some you're in my car in the in driveway. In the car. In the driveway. So they had to pad, go back down the driveway to the car, behind yes. my car, to leave. Now, again... What I'm saying is, shots ring out. The absolute first reaction of a normal person duck down. is is a duck down. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I hear gunshots. I don't really have time to even examine the situation. I'm trying to protect myself first, right? If I'm in the in the in the shop, even if I'm in my, on my phone, this car pulls up and they get out the car and run into okay. it. They they had to pass by me to get over here to make the shot. Okay, you didn't know what the fuck they was doing until they pulled the guns out. Even if they pulled the guns out again, it's shot. It's like what the fuck is these niggas going to do? You might be right. I, I mean, I, I, maybe, maybe I'm thinking too far, too deep into. I, I think the nigga what in the I'm car. What I'm saying is, this nigga was just not coming. a vet. You don't have to look for a gun in the vet because you only have two seats and there's no stash spots. The shit is, he pulled out an AK-47 to retaliate, which means it's big enough that you can see the motherfucker. I agree, but so, again, so what I'm saying is that even at some point, even if you're shooting him. 22 times inside a you going back to your car. There's a period of time between you finish shooting him to you running back to your car that there's no gunshots. And but that's where I'm saying still there's there, there's a possibility of shock involved. Let's just, let's just say they saw right. Let's just say they saw these niggas. They they literally saw them shooting Dolph. They saw them shooting this nigga. If they're close enough to Dolph nine times out of ten to be in that car with him. That's they nigga, dog. They just they literally just seen their nigga get killed. So now now we have trauma is involved. There's shock and trauma involved. And you don't know what the fuck is going through this person's mind, bro. Like I, I can't put that on him. I ain't gonna do that. Well, I ain't gonna let you do it, but it don't it sound fishy. It I mean, does. It does. Sound it can sound fishy, fishy but saying. there's also another side of this shit that I'm trying to present like to you. The thing is the, I don't think you understand that we're not condemning them for it. 
nobody's saying that that's exact, uh, absolute, that's what it is. It's just one of them situations where that shit just don't sound right. Because it don't. The series of events don't sound right. It's too much time in between a person going to shoot there and, go, and having the ability to get back in the car. I mean, go back and get in the car, and then you shoot. Come on, dog. It don't really take that much time to shoot at a nigga, bro. Like, it, it don't. I'm talking about for you to travel to the door and get back to the car. I'm not talking about the shooting part. I'm I talking mean, about may, You might be right. Maybe the nigga was in the, in the shop with him and had to go to the car to get the gun. Maybe. Because we I, I don't know if he was in the car now that I think about it. They say it. he was in the car. They say he was in the car the whole time? Yeah. That's hard, there. I, I don't know, man. But again, you you get in the car and the first thing you hear is gunshot. So your first reaction is to look up, or if your reaction is to look up, you have to first figure out what's going on, right? That's what you're trying to do. Or your first reaction is to duck the fuck down, like like you said a few minutes ago, Courtney. Hey, I hear gunshots. Let's say he was on his phone because most of us are in 2022 or 21. You're on your phone, right? He's on his motherfucking phone, looking at the phone, scrolling through Instagram or whatever, looking at pussy. Now. All of a sudden, he hear gunshots ring out. He, hold up. He can't be on Sports Center? He could. Okay. Might not be. I'm just <laughs> I'm just throwing something out there. All I'm saying is, he on the phone, scrolling through, looking at whatever he looking at. Because, again, if you're waiting in the car, we know in 2021 you're on your phone. Right? So, he's on the phone. Now, he hear gunshots. The first reaction that any normal human being is going to have is take cover. It ain't to motherfucking see who getting shot, why they getting shot, all of this shit. The first reaction is, oh, shit, <laughs> let me get down. These niggas shooting. Just like if you was inside of a party and niggas start shooting, the first reaction is to run. That's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? So human instinct comes involved. So now let's say he did duck down. You're hearing gunshots. You're not going to get back up until the gunshots stop if you're smart, if you did go into the duck down position. Now that the gunshots stopped, he looks up, he see niggas fleeing the motherfucking scene, and he look inside and he realized Dolph got shot. Now he got to grab the gun and he for, he returns fire. There is a very much a real situation where this shit ain't fishy at all. It's just human fucking reaction. You could be right. But my thing is, you speaking from the you speaking from a a, a point that you're saying that we're condemning the. Dude. I'm not saying you're condemning it. It's just because the energy that you're giving off is saying that we're whether you're trying to convey that message or not. The energy you're giving off is saying that we're automatically saying that this dude did it. All we say was, look, nigga, that shit just don't sound right to me. But the way y'all are saying it... it I'm it, telling you this. I ain't been in no situation like that. But at the same time, shots go off, yeah, I'm going down. But guess what? If I got a gun right there, that's the first thing in my hand. And I don't even live that type of life. But nine out of ten times, you running with Dolph, and you know what type of shit that he been on. He been, if you were that close enough to be with Dolph, and y'all go to that type, I mean, going to those type of spots. He's been shot at in um a hundred times in damn Charlotte. Got shot in his ass in LA. Nine out of ten times, this nigga struck. You already know what it is when you get in the car with him. That still don't mean you that nigga. Uh, you, you may not be. But at the same time, you can't tell me you have some excessive. At the end of the day, I'm not condemning him because I'm getting off my agenda. I don't think. Like I said, the energy you're giving is making it seem like we condemn him and saying, oh, we're going to just put that on his head. We just said the shit just don't sound right. That's the end of the day. I know that's what you're saying. And again, I'm just presenting another side of it. That's all I'm doing. I'm not condemning nothing y'all are saying. I'm just telling you that it, even if it don't sound right, I'm letting you know that it could be right. <laughs> it could <laughs> like, be. But we, we acknowledge that from the beginning. 
Okay. That's all I'm saying. But at the same time, you never know. It did seem like it set up to some degree. But at the same time, it's very possible that it's a human element that this shit didn't happen like that. I mean, that nigga could be in shock. It really could be. I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I feel it. I mean, it, it's it's definitely it's definitely levels to it, man. I mean, I, I feel I feel what Rigo's saying. He he, the dude in the car could have been just a dude that ain't really from the streets. He don't know nothing about it. He just could have just been there, it, wrong place, wrong time. Very much so. Like it could have been a family member that's just in town. It's like, oh, you want? Let's go pick up some cookies. That's all we doing. I'll get to ride in the Lambo. I'm going to go pick up some cookies with my big cousin. Mm-hmm. I'm in the phone, not paying attention. These niggas and drove, ran around a car and shot my cousin. I finally feel, see what's going on. I can return fire. Cause I, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna know what y'all answer is to this, just because I know y'all Negroes. But I mean, it, it's it's a lot though. What I'm saying is, the average person, whenever they pick up a gun that they're not familiar with, to some extent. They don't know how to use it. I ain't saying he's not familiar with the gun. No, what I'm saying is regardless. Like, just say yeah. if he's not a street dude. The average street dude that's not a street dude don't know how to use a chopper. Because if you pick up, whether you pick up a 9mm Springfield versus a Glock versus FNN versus a 1911, they all shoot, but they all fire different. There are it's certain different things you have to do, whether it's a pistol grip, whether you have to pull the chain back, maybe it's a switch on the side. You have to be familiar with that bitch. I'm going to say this, Courtney. And, you know, I, I didn't meet, obviously, I didn't meet y'all till 2004, so maybe I'm wrong. But I will say this. From what, from what I know about all of us, or what I feel like I know about all of us, y'all niggas ain't street dudes, but y'all was niggas that was in the streets. Correct. True. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the nigga that was with him might not be a street dude, but he was a nigga that was in the streets. You know what I'm saying? He was around enough to know how to use this shit. He was around. He know what the fuck it do. Like, you know what I'm saying? He don't have to be that nigga to know Look, how to. Both guns and both of us together, but I guarantee every gun you pick up, he ain't going to know how to shoot. And, uh, and if he's in this traumatic situation that you gave, in this situation, that his shock and all his trauma, all this stuff, if he's not familiar with that gun, he's not going to be able to conceptualize how to use that gun in that situation if he's not a street dude that knows how to use that gun. Because guess what? He's in shock, and you got to be able to think, like, okay, I need to pull this chamber back. I need to do this. I need to take the off chamber and do all this other stuff. Maybe that's what took so long. Maybe, but that ain't what it is. <laughs> I'm <Okay>. just saying. <laughs> Maybe that's what took so long, Courtney. Maybe. Yeah, but he used it. But the thing is, it's, he used it's variables. It's variables to it, man. I, you know, and that's all I'm doing. I'm just giving another side. I know. To it. I'm I not. Know. It's variables. To it, so I get that. You having a come to Rico moment? That's the segment we call. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to condemn any. I'm trying. I'm, I'm not <laughs> condemning anybody when I don't have the facts. And y'all know I do this in text messages. I'll tell. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I wasn't there, so I'm not. I'm not going to take a hard stance on shit I don't know about. Yeah, and I respect that. All right, I'm going to say fuck y'all. Fuck you, right, bitch. Man. What y'all got to say to the people before we get out of here, man? Here we go. Courtney, I'll beat your ass. Do it, bitch. That's what I'm saying to the people. You wouldn't want that, man. I don't know, man. I ain't got nothing to say to these people, man. Y'all motherfucking hold y'all head up. Um, I hope y'all been enjoying the show. Tonight, we got real serious on y'all ass without, without it even being intentional. 
And uh, I think it was for the better, though. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it was it was all good. We didn't have no lighthearted topics for y'all tonight. We typically try to have a lighthearted topic for y'all, but we ain't have one. So, we it, did. Is, it, is mean, it is what it is. Yeah, we didn't. We thought, cell phones. We talked about cell phones. We there talked about go. cell phones, but like we we really <laughs> thought that we could joke about some of these other topics. But when you really talk about the crux of the we matter, kept it real. We kept it real, and the shit ain't even funny. The shit that Kanye's doing is not funny. The shit that the dude said the the, the candidate about letting your daughters tell your daughters to enjoy the rape. That it's shit funny. ain't. It's not funny. Ain't that, I can't spin that shit to be funny. Yeah, we right. we had intentions on making it. I'm bringing comedic relief to that, but there's no way we can do that. Not if we being real. Yeah, if we keeping it a buck. This girl finding out this dude she's dating killed her brother. And she ain't do shit. It's not funny. Ain't it's nothing good. funny about that shit. So, you know, it just is what it is, man. Um, Go ahead, Courtney. Man. Talk, talk to the people. Tell them what you're going to say before you get out of here. Look, man, I understand the gas prices are, are high, but listen, you can buy a scooter from me. I'm, I'm going to Como Scooters. That way you get at least 100 miles to the gallon. I even serve some bikes. Just know what I'm saying? Just hit me up. Hit me up on my Instagram is Yo Como Scooters. I deliver to a city near you. So I bring Rico to drop it off. That's all I got. Well, listen, man, before we get out of here, man, it's your boy DJ Lenny. I just want to thank you all for listening to the episode, man. Um, like I said, man, we just didn't have anything lighthearted to really talk about with these topics. We thought we could spin it to make it funny, but there was nothing funny about those once you really talk about these topics, man. But, you know, it is what it is, man. It's DJ Lenny. It's all safety. I hope y'all enjoyed the show for the week. Um, y'all look these topics up. They're out there on the Internet. You can you can catch up to them on your own. You can make your own assumption about it. Um, it is what it is, man. Shit, shit's crazy out here in these, these days, so... Y'all tune in to the show. Y'all subscribe, share it to your friends. Y'all tell your friends and family about it. If you want us to talk about something in particular, just drop it into one of our inboxes, man. We got Twitter. We got Instagram. We got Facebook. So it's and up. I got, y'all got prayer. Just say prayer. <laughs> and Rico says y'all got prayer, man. So we about this thing, man. It's all safety. We'll catch y'all next week. We out this thing. Yeah. All right, folks. Yep.